When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? Thank you, Silence the Voice. Just uh, nine more of those for the Silence the Voice guys, and then they're out. No longer the band to open the show. Uh, after nine days. Then Weapon of Pride does it. And Brett said that they were playing up in Prescott. Had a big show up in Prescott. The kids yeah. did. And best be uh, writing that theme song. Getting that thing all polished up. Spending all that time up Got a month, in right? Prescott. A little less. Let me tell you this. Bands. Nobody's ever been discovered in Prescott. Stop making the trip. <laughs> <laughs> You're wasting your time. That's where all the A&R guys go. Prescott. You know what you might as well be saying instead of we've got a gig in Prescott? We're failing. That's a a replacement (laughs) sentence for we got to show them. I know there's some money up there, but it's not cheap to go up to Prescott for the night. Yeah, Now with gas prices nowadays, too. Yeah, exactly. You're spending $5 a gallon to drive up to Prescott to do songs at some club there for a couple hundred bucks each. Better be getting some serious jing up there and a room. Somebody covered it. Nobody's going to cover that. Weapon of Pride, let me just tell you. Your gig in Prescott feels like you're road tripping. You're not. Drive out to Glendale that or something. That kid's 16. Let him experience nope. the He'll experience the when, they make, the when they make it. That what you're doing is, is you're, you're lowering your bar so much that life on the road. is. We played gigs in Prescott and Jerome. and That's for bands in their 50s. That's what 50-year-old guys do. The 50-year-olds who know it's over that still want to feel like they're on the road. That's also, it. they have a 16-year-old, John. Maybe the Prescott I is know. the only place they can play. Whiskey Row? Really? <laughs> <laughs> they pay, man. Yeah, I know they pay. A couple hundred bucks. Knock it off. If you're a real band, you'll focus in on your skills, and you'll try to get out on a real road trip. Prescott doesn't count. And I'm saying this because I need this, this opening song to be good. I don't want you dicking around with your weekends up in Prescott. Going down on Gurley Street? If I told you they had a big show on, in uh, Globe... 
You'd be out here wasting their time or pre- pacing. Why is Prescott? Well, Prescott's great. How come? Not for, look, Prescott's got bands. Let them have their thing. We got uh, two sold out shows in Wiki up. We're huge in Prescott. So what? <laughs> Stop it. Focus on our stuff. Uh, Vader says, uh, first off, let me say thank you for Friday. My friend and I had a great time. Colin Kane was by far my favorite, especially every time he goes, shh, to the audience. He shushes the audience, which is hilarious. And he said, uh, and my, uh, she, my friend, uh, she really liked Ali Sadiq. His story about jogging with his friends was great. Uh, just wish they hadn't run out of Holmberg Bound after Colin said, you people can drink. We've had the last three shows, the Holmberg Bound beer for uh, four, not four last. It, it, well, first The first year, it went out before the first, uh, like before we announced anybody. Before anybody took the stage, we were out of beer. So we're like, wow, they're really barging through the, we got four kegs last time. Burned it. And I think they had four again this time. Burned it. And it was, what, 25 minutes after the very first, hey, welcome to the shows. 25 minutes later, out of Holmberg Mount. The beer goes fast. so uh, And that's great. That's good news. But we need to do five or six kegs because I think we get out of there. That's a, You guys are hitting. You think about that. That might have been the last people Randall, uh, intermission. <laughs> well, and we always have an intermission to go drink beer and there's no beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So uh, think about that. It's like I don't, know what, I don't know how many glasses are in a keg. Find out. But uh, Medea was awake. She'd know. She'd know. Yeah. But uh, if there's a thousand people there drinking, because not everybody's drinking beer, and you figure a thousand people knocking down four kegs of beer. I've been to house parties and stuff where it takes hours to get rid of one keg, and it's about 200 people at the party. It's a lot to tap the keg. It's a lot to un- undo it. you got to do some work. I'm pretty sure they have four kegs. That's a lot. So great job on that very impressed. Well, if you didn't get your fix, I'll be at Hooters this week. Yeah, but we, well, it's out there. We yeah. can get more. You got yeah. it at Hooters. It's yeah, out at Four Peaks. Still, there's still plenty left, but it's not at that show. It went quick. 16-gallon keg. I don't know what that Apparently is. Apparently pours... Uh, oh, don't do the math now. 165 12-ounce glasses. 165. So you get four of those. You get, that's almost... 20, four. so 640, like 700. 750 glasses of beer for 1,000 people. And that's a thousand. It seems light. I don't know. Yeah, it does seem light. They were pouring the whiskey too. Maybe they had more. I you know they were. I was watching a lot of people walking around with clear drinks too. <laughs> they weren't messing around. <laughs> we blew through it, and to get rid of it that fast is impressive because they weren't. That wasn't the only drink of the night. Very impressed. And our sales staff evidently has some sort of an issue with substance because I'm not sure what they were drinking, but it wasn't normal. I'm watching Jen walk around like a like a night hooker, and then I don't know. Jolene was floating, and uh, we had a couple, other, yeah, a couple of other. Kristen was floating. We had some people just airborne, moving around. Jen's working. Uh, she's for sure next year wants to do the uh, stand up. Try to get the five minutes. She wants on. Yeah, yeah. Jen's funny, but man, oh man, she was. She's standing in the back, and I just look over, and our sales lady Jen's like caked, and I'm like, "You all right?" She goes, "Yeah." And the next thing I see her walking around Celebrity Theater by herself on the outskirts, outside looking the fence. Looking for her looking, Uber. Looking for oh, an she Uber. comes up to me showing her Uber app. And I'm like, he's right there. He is right outside the she gate. She did lonely blonde girl walk around the park. I'm like, yeah, she's as, A, she's going to be pregnant. There's no question. If we ever see Gabby Petito again, because she looks enough like her, that's the end of it. Like, she's just, she's going to be Especially in, a, in that hood. She's going to be in a Wyoming Especially in that park. Hood. There's no question. Yeah, in that hood? Forget it. 
surprised she didn't leave with a pit bull and a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. It was great. And then this is a great point. A great point. Justin Groove says, is there anything more miserable in society, society than a humorless person? He used the T word for women. <laughs> said, uh, isn't being, quote, the only person offended narcissism? In a way, yes. That's true. Yeah. When you go on a forum that is everyone saying how wonderful the night was, and you throw the, I, I didn't like it, That that is complete ego narcissism and like everybody pay attention to me now. I, I, and th- somebody else made the point of saying there are more people out there screaming about, uh, and Lovett's kind of said this to me over the week, and he said, the people that complain are usually the ones that don't like when something's going really well and it's not for them. He goes, that's what he's found with the new generation of people. If it's not their page that's getting all the attention, that page sucks. Like they like it until it's like, I'm not getting any of this attention. None of it. And that's all I'm used to now is posting pictures and having to. Now I'm looking at other people getting all this praise and they're kind of, uh, they're sort of praise hoarders. When it goes out to, when it goes out to people, not them, they start hating the night. It's weird. Competitive. I think that's true. But competitive for what? You're not in the competition. It's like being mad at a Buccaneers Falcons. Craving. That's the they're getting the attention. You bought a ticket to someone else's show. Yeah. And then when it started going too well, you started getting upset that the attention wasn't for you. I think there's I think there's a slight hint of truth to that. Is that everybody's so used to being the center that when it's so obviously clear live and in person that the center of attention isn't you and it won't be that night and other people are talking about how great the other people were, it upsets certain, like, fragile egos, which is why you would ever take the time in your life to go on the Facebook page of the radio station that put on the event to tell 150 people who had just commented immediately after that you were the one that didn't like it. That's all ego. That's a great point. Nice thinking, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lovitz and I were talking about that a little bit. He said is he's found that he always asks you, how old is the crowd? Is how, what's the average age of the crowd? And I, I told him before, I'm like, I don't know, like probably 35 to 50 would be the, the hardest. You're going to get either end of that. But 35 to 50 is probably the majority of them. He's all right. And he goes, I don't like crowds. that are. I won't do like college stuff. It's like too, they get too upset. I'm like, no kidding. He goes, oh, yeah, you, you, they're looking for reasons to be bothered. They go to these shows to have fun, and then they hear a word, and they're like, we've been told or raised to tattle when we hear a word we don't like and and disassociate. And And not just disassociate, scream out they're disassociating. Not just break ties. Yell to the world that they're breaking ties, and here's why. And then the person who did what they didn't like becomes the focus. Yeah, it's a, it was just strange, but yeah, be the person. And then and then there's other people like Jeremy, old Jer. <laughs> so I'm having I'm having a great time, right? Friday night, I am having a great time. Are you sure? People are so nice. <laughs> I've got uh, folks wandering up saying, "Hey, this is a what a great night! You you were great. The comedians were everybody. Brady's story was great. Everybody was great." Great job. That's all I'm here. I'm like, this is nice. This is, everybody's having a nice time. Sitting in the little dressing room at Celebrity Theater by myself, John Lovitz is on stage, and my legs hurt. I'm standing up the whole time, running around all day. So I'm just laying, I'm just sitting in my chair. And Jeremy comes up and he goes, Hey, I'm like, what's up, Jer? Man, you really do struggle up there, don't you? 
I'm like, what? Oh, you really have a hard time being on stage, huh? I'm like, no, I couldn't be more comfortable on stage. Right now, I hate it. Like, now I'm uncomfortable. Like, this is what I look like uncomfortable. You and I having a one-on-one. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is what my discomfort. Go away. You look all nervous and scared. Like I do. You're the only person that said that. In fact, Ali Sadiq said, you look real natural up there. Do you do this a lot? Well, I said, like, I just, like, you look down and you're just walking around. Like, have you seen stand-up comedy in your life? What are you, what was I supposed to stand directly by, like a nutcracker? connections. I'm supposed to be like a, like a, like a guard at a Buckingham Palace. What's wrong with you? I just, you just look really scared. Thanks, Jeremy, for coming in here. Uh, and I'll take your wet blanket and get the f- I wish you still worked at Kim Commando's place. But this is why you got fired. This is why you got fired. This is why you got fired. Stuff like this. Yeah. And then while he's telling me this, I forget who it was, pops her head in and goes, amazing. Just amazing. Excellent job. Leaves. Thank you. See, Jeremy? Oh, I'm just saying, I know you. Like, you don't know me or you would be... It's the opposite. Yeah, let me tell you this. The only time I'm comfortable is alone... And a big round thing no one else is allowed to be on. <laughs> That's my dreamland. Like being in the crowd, awful for me. Being up there alone, that's my that's heaven to me. Heaven. I don't get stage fright. I want to be out there. That gets me away from other people. There's a barrier. I don't have to stand and talk to people. I can just stand and talk, and they won't talk back. And if they do, I can tell them to shut up, and everyone laughs. It's great. Ugh. There's always that person, though. That thinks that they read the room right, and they didn't. But uh, I'm going to have Kim Commando come down here and fire Jeremy again. <laughs> That'd be great if we could get Kim Commando to come down here and fire Jeremy from this job. <laughs> and people, and that was the, I think Jared, I think old Jared was having a tough night because all the other people, they're like, didn't you leave? Like, everybody kept telling him that. <laughs> Every time I was around, people were like, why are you here? Didn't you, didn't you quit? <laughs> yeah, I took a little sabbatical. Ten days. Stop calling it. You got a job for ten days. That's yeah, not sabbatical. Yeah. You know, it's nice to have Jared back, but don't do that. Would, would Brady, do when you were talking to Colin Kane, did you go up and go, tough night? All right, we sat no, down. Do I that. went over some, you know, hey, look, you're working more this side more than the other. Yeah, I really I really noticed that. Uh, and the shushing. The, I mean. Yeah, uh, the angle that you're <laughs> taking. Yeah, real uncomfortable for, for, I guess, everybody. You look really scared up there. And you'd be like, huh? Get out of here. Is it colder in this room than I'm imagining? <laughs> what do you mean? Brady's Oh, Brady's jacket. got a yeah, Brady's got a puffy coat on. It's like George Costanza from Seinfeld when he got that big coat, knocked over all the liquor. Making me feel like it's yeah. cold. That's all right. You look good. You gonna take oh, it off so anytime soon? You have I am to go? pretty soon. Okay, yeah. good. Because it makes us I wore feel it like this morning, and then you know you got some place to be. I know you wore it this morning. That's why it's on. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm wondering if Vela got laid uh, that night too. Oh my god! Because he was out, he was pulling the broads backstage. And he's another one. <laughs> hey Vela, I ain't helping you get laid. You're in your forties, man. Dude, if I introduce you to this chick, she'll totally bone me. Get away from me with that. If you can't close, I'm not going to help. That's cruel. what if you give her an STD and then suddenly I'm culpable and it's very possible he's from Payson. Could have been a super spreader actually with Vela throwing the bone around. 
He got his pace and aids, you know. You're gonna, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're pace gonna pass it around. Pace and aids is real, and he's got it. That hasn't been like a thing the CDC recognizes yet. But pokes his head and he goes, "This hot blonde needs you to go to the bathroom." I drug her backstage, and I'm sitting here thinking, "How did you get backstage? You're not allowed back here." It's like if you could just. And then this girl comes in, and I'm like, "I know you. You're Alexis. You're the one who won tickets. Oh, you knew her? Yeah, she won oh. tickets to this to the Suns game for the finals. Whoa, wait a minute. Did she have a boyfriend? Yeah, got a husband now. Married. Oh, they were at Four Peaks the other day. All she was trying to do, Alexa, Alexa Cosgrove is her name. Yeah. And I've, she's been around forever. I know, I've know i known idiot. her for a long time. So she comes popping. She goes, hi, John. And I'm like, yeah. She goes, I was just trying to go to the bathroom. And he told me they're down here. So he's like, he's, she's a hostage now. It's a lie. And like she's in a situation she's not familiar. I'm like, well, I don't have a bathroom in here. We'll get you, I'll get you another one. And then uh, Vela goes, yeah, that's Holmberg. I'm the other John at the KUPD. I'm the, he talks about me on there. I'm like, shut up, Vela. Like, I know her. And I don't know, like, how's my, how's the husband? Is he good? He was at the, he was in the suites with us. And I just spent time at the Four Peaks chatting with the, the both of them. They're I had no wonderful idea. People. I thought it was just some chick, some single chick he ah, pulled no. out of the crowd. No, he was, he was, he was kidnapping women who were trying to pee Ugh. and telling them that this was the staircase they needed to go down. And he's James Gum. Well, staircase over here's got a bathroom. Okay. That looks like a well. And then he gets behind them and he forces them down into our spot. And she's like, I don't know where to go. And he's like, yeah, I'm the other, I'm the other guy on the show. It's a part of the radio station. He talks about me all the time. Stop it. It's not working. I know he was running around with a T-shirt and a Sharpie <laughs> having us all sign it. This is going to help me get laid. And I'm like, ah, all right, fine, man, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Hey, look, if you ended up with him, he's fun, but you've got pace and aids. Yeah, it's you're done. incurable. You think Omicron was bad. Yeah, oh, oh, man. Whoa. Pace and aids comes with one eye stops working. You get a wonky eye. And you just, you're hungry for the Beeline Cafe's breakfast all the time. That's it. You immediately put on 33 pounds. And just above your butt, it's weird. It's back fat. Pace and back fat's real. Your fillings fall out, and then just immediately. Pace and eggs. Yeah, Bella. And I'm sitting there just minding my own business. Dude, you'd, you'd be killing it for me if you could help me out. It's a blonde chick. I'm like, ah, I don't know. And then she comes in. I'm like, well, I guess I'm, I'm going to have to help you. <laughs> well, Love wasn't much better. He was back there trying oh, to do the same thing, too. Jesus. Yeah, He does the opposite with, like, buddies of his. Yeah, he does it with dudes. Yeah, with dudes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's not trying to get laid. No. He's trying to, he's trying to secure friendships for 2022. Clout. Like, this is like an, he's re-upping. The contract of friendship for 2022. Hey, I got a couple buddies who are on the fence. Would you mind uh, introducing them to John Lovitz for me? I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? To me, it's basically like, can you confirm that I work at KUP? Right. You don't. <laughs> he hasn't worked here for like two years since COVID. He no, hasn't no, been no, no. Every no, Saturday. he's back in weekends. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, for God's sake. You didn't notice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't count as work in here. Look at his Facebook page. There's... Ten posts a is there? year oh, that he, about, that. about when he's working here. I like I like Brandon a lot. <laughs> but I'm looking at him. This is my friend. He just moved here from New Jersey. And guy's like, how you doing? Been listening since Monday. I'm like, all right, thank you for the longevity. Guys all right. He gave, you seem all right. Oh, geez, I was wondering what you thought of me. You're going down and barbecue, Brady. Yeah, this guy right here. Brody, you are hilarious, and I hope your restaurant succeeds. I've heard a lot of good things. <laughs> Like, who is this guy? He just moved. I'm from Jersey, you see. I like I like your show. You and Brant, <laughs> Holmgren. You were all very, very talented. Ah, of course, I listen back in Jersey. Okay. Next one, Brandon. Who else do we have to shake hands with to make it so you get the new contracts of friendship for next year? Brandon loves three buddies that are standing backstage. Here's another friend of mine from high school. He's on the fence about being friends next year. This might push him over the top. If you could just... Help out with the annuals. At least he didn't bring his wife like that one year at the oh Christmas party. Well, she's not around anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, good reason. Oh, I didn't know. She didn't re-up. Yeah. 
She didn't re-up. Yeah. Meeting us did not do the trick. <laughs> Sometimes contracts run out. Yeah, Brandon's introduction, I, now that I think about it, every time Brandon has uh, introduced me to someone, uh, it is to try to save himself. <laughs> so I'm guessing those are the last times we'll see Brandon's friends, too. <laughs> and then our front... Our Grew front, up in Bon Jovi's neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. I'm friends with Bon Jovi. Uh, our front desk girl, Veronica, she uh, she won't stop harassing me the entire night about meeting John Lovitz. I'm on stage. I hear <laughs> in my pocket. You're doing good, Johnny. Don't forget about me. Uh-huh. So we drag her down there, and, she, and then she gets scared and doesn't want to be a with yeah. him. I loved you in The Wedding Singer. Ugh. Just hug him and get in the photo. It's weird. People act so strange at those things. But our own employees are the worst ones. Yeah. Running around there like they're going to get some. Like, and fella getting ass off of some lady who's just trying to pee. That's that's I, that's just ridiculous. Can I help you, my lady? Less? I mean, come on. It's... He's standing by the lady's restroom, pushing him down the wrong staircase. Go down there. There's a bathroom down there. Oh, there is? Uh-huh. I'll show you. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a dude. And then he just kept, kept telling me he's going to get me a hat. And I liked his hat. I'm like, I like your hat. It's very Seinfeldy. I like that hat. You want one? I, I, yeah, okay. I'll make you one. Okay. It's my company. All right. It's a, all I said was nice hat. I regret it. I regret it immediately. But I'm going to get a cool hat out of it. And then every once in a while, like in the middle of something else, I'd get a tap on my shoulder. You want that fitted? What are you talking about? The hat. I'm like, are we still talking about the hat? It was 20 minutes ago. Get that fitted hat. If you start wearing the hat with my company's name on it, that Alexa is going to leave a husband and start boning me in pace. You know, so I was just going to say, you know how much ass you're gonna, he's going to score for you wearing his hat? <laughs> Alexa has just emailed and said, those two are named Johnny and Brandon, and they're predators. <laughs> <laughs> one for dudes, I one left for the chicks. backstage area, and Brandon Love saw me and would not shut up. All I had to do was pee, you guys. Hey, welcome to Brandon's <laughs> world. Happy to say I did get a hug from Brady, though. Great show Friday, as always. Those guys are predators. Repeat, <laughs> predators. It's it's a it's the fact. Yeah, you end up. That's it. Kelly Turley nails it. You get that pace and wonky eye, otherwise known as La, uh, La Hacienda rapist eye. It's Nathan Sutherland eye. That's Nathan Sutherland has pace and eyes. That one eye, you're not sure if it's in the socket anymore, but there's something going on. Like a little bead is running around in there. You get you get Sutherland eyes if you end up with uh, Vela. And if I'm the, the least of your worries, if I'm the closer on you getting laid, this chick is worthless. <laughs> this chick has no boundaries. If you can't score until she meets me, enjoy whatever super aid she carries around in her <laughs> beehole. That thing is going to look when she takes her pants off. It's going to look like a like Moses part in the Red Sea. It's just going to be a flood of yuck. This is why I left the show. Yeah, it's gonna talk like this. It's gonna smell like seaweed <laughs> and like f- dead fish. That's why she. It does. Yeah. I hate you well, guys. That's how I know that that lady was what she was upset about was somebody hit a nerve. Yeah, probably me because yeah. I talked about vaginal mesh for a long time. More than likely, she's had two fallouts, and my only point was you're allowed one in life. If you get it fixed and it tumbles. Brett, you're a car guy. Yes. If I'm driving along and my engine drops out of my car, I'm like, Jesus, that's crazy. 
and then I put it back and have it repaired, and like a month later, it's out again. You sell the car. Yeah, you're done with you're it. You're done yeah. with that yeah. car. Same you're with not, your vagina. You're not getting ladies. hit in your airbag deployed. <laughs> no, right. no. Same as your vagina. It falls out once. You're like, whoops. Well, that's a manufacturer error. We can get that all buttoned up. And then they lynch it back, and then it falls out again. That's the end of that ride. you got to trade that one in. So you hit the bullseye on that one, but she didn't hear you talk about your own sack falling out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bo- Look, there was plenty of things I talked about that were detrimental to that's my life. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, she didn't she's hear just that mad part. because she's got a hanger down there. <laughs> she's got, you know, the Muppet Show curtains hanging between her thighs. Vader just wrote, watching Vela and Love that night was like watching Night at the Roxbury live. <laughs> only those dudes are smoother. They just don't bob their heads. No. That's the yeah, only it's, difference. It's That's true. the only difference. Those guys are better looking and they're smoother. They have a, the Night at the Roxbury guys have a better chance of getting laid than, than John Vela and Brandon Love. Using weekend air shifts at KUPD to be their in. I know Holmberg if you're interested. Well, I don't care. I got AIDS. All right, follow me. <laughs> I can meet John Holmberg and show him my AIDS bottom. Meeting me should not be the thing. Of- Man, hadn't you not introduced me to Holmberg, you'd never gotten this sweet piece of poontang. <laughs> Ugh, it smells like a village inn after a fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's like old cherries and like <laughs> silk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> old cherries. Yeah, just feel like old. You never open a can of old yeah, cherries. You're making me picture it. Are these still? Oh God, these cherries. What happens to cherries when they go bad? <laughs> Anyway, enough. Such a good time, and then always these wet blankets. And when you're tired, there's nothing worse. You don't realize how draining it is to go through a day like that and then have people drunk. And then the last thing you want to do is babysit, and their drunks come rolling in, start telling you about their night. Like, how many ah, years have we been doing this? A now? long time. <laughs> a long time. And then the better part is because Mark Randall's not going to be there. And nobody has any faith that that can be done by Man. anyone else. This is the last, every year it's going to be worse and worse after that. Like, it will be fine. You know what's worse is the clients are starting to hear it from our sales staff. I know. Well, Mark's leaving Kevin, so. Kevin from Prestige is going, oh, yeah. oh so yeah. we're done? Then? Right. Yeah, there's probably nobody that's what? ever going to be able to do this Yeah, again. Pat, lock the doors. We're done. Yeah. We're just going to shut down shop. Well, Larry's not helping. He's the one that's going to be doing most of it. I heard Larry telling people this is probably the most buttoned up this will ever be. Look, Larry, you're going to be the one doing this next year. It's just never going to be the same. Mark's, he needs to hire. He needs to hire Tony, great. his daughter, to do it because I have a feeling she buttoned it all. I up. have a feeling she's very oh, yeah. pragmatic. Yes, having lived with Larry Slunk's dad, it's okay. Stop got crying. This. Stop crying. Got <laughs> I got it. I'll arrange all the. I'll get all the details. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. We had a great time. Larry was super too. Everybody's good. But Larry had to leave early, right? Because he brings his daughter. Yeah. That's a, that's a good excuse to get out early. But also, it, I guess it's know. the only reason to have a kid, huh? It, it really is. Excuses. <laughs> it's the only real reason to have a child is to build in excuses. Because I didn't have a, uh, I didn't have Larry say, "Hey, uh, Tony, uh, hold on a second, go get that lady over there who's trying to pee by the ladies' room and bring her down here, and introduce her to Lovitz, and see if I can find you a new mom real quick." Vella, and you're backstage already. <laughs> what do you need help with? Where the bathrooms are. And when Alexa came around the corner, I'm like, hold on a second. See, I'd never met her, so I thought yeah. it was just some single oh, you broad no. she pulled out of the crowd. I, yeah. I know the name now, yeah. but I didn't, you know. Alexa's been, she's she's like a writer for the show, basically. She emails me and is very funny. Predators is right. They're predators. Half, if they're, look, let me tell you this. If you meet anyone at one of our shows and they're in a KUPD shirt and you don't recognize them immediately, they're predators. If it's not me or Brady or Brad or Toledo or Fitz, Larry... 
And every every other one of them is a predator. There isn't a Randall, but he's not going to be there much. Even Randall probably a little bit. He's so focused on the yeah. clock. Yeah. <laughs> Randall, Man. I don't know how many times Randall. Man, five we'll, minutes. We got two, we're two, minutes, two minutes left. We're like, way behind. That's not up to you. Way behind. Well, that's not up to you. The comedian's on right now. No, two no, we're minutes. way behind. Now you go out and get him. <laughs> two minutes, John. Like, uh-uh. He's in the middle of a setup. Like we got five minutes left on this and then joke. He walks away. What's the immediate thing you say to me? And I think Brett was there. He goes, "Well, it just got longer." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and <laughs> okay. when Mark leaves, I'm like, "Guess who's going long?" Guess I'm going to do another ten minutes. <laughs> I was supposed to only go out there and do one, but we're so late. Got to respect the other guy's time, but still. Anyway, yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. It just sounds crazy. And when you walk away from it, when you like, it's easier for the comedians. I think they just show up, hang out, yeah. and leave. We're like schmoozing and ugh. it's crazy. It's insanity. It really, truly is kind of insane running around all day like that. But it was fun. And everybody seemed to enjoy themselves. And uh, credit to Jonathan Gerber, our winner from uh, Friday's oh, Comedy. Man. man, the guy's fearless. He's fearless. <laughs> there was a couple I was even like, oh. Those closers, yeah, Brett and I were like, whoa. <laughs> I was laughing, but man. Well, I, I think in unison, the crowd went, oh, my God. <laughs> they all turned into Chandler Bing. Like a couple of his jokes were just so, oh, my, no. And not out loud. That was Brett and I backstage. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I said it when I went about I think that guy's trying to get canceled before he gets any notoriety at all. Just get it out of the way now. Some of them were, were brutal. I see Allie and his uh, buddy looking up the ramp as he's going to a couple of the jokes yeah. at the end. Sadiq, yeah, they're just staring. I'm like, oh, no, no. <laughs> he comes up to me beforehand. And he goes, um, John said that I could go a little extra. I'm like, yeah, yeah do, whatever, do, whatever you want. do whatever you feel comfortable with. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> you I'm can't like, do it. He's, He was worried about the time for yeah. the next guy. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, once you get into it, just if you feel it, go. If you don't, yeah. get off stage. He's completely respectful of yeah. going long and killing, eating up the last minute. It was, you know, that's the only beef anybody's got. It. And then Colin pulled him into his. Dressing room was talking to him for like oh 10, Gerber minutes yeah yeah picking his brain yeah for evil <laughs> what a night Jonathan definitely is he's evil Whew. something's not right with him he told me before he's like I'm so nervous I'm like you'll be all right he goes yeah I've never played in front of this many people before so I'm really nervous I'm sorry I just hope I don't screw it up I'm like just you know be be you man handed him that mic. What's the deal with Indians? I'm like, here we go. <laughs> here we, here go. we go. He's comfortable. Like the first step on stage, he was just fine. Yeah, his first joke was a 9-11 joke. Yeah, yeah the guy came out and kicked you in the nuts and then started to play with your nuts. It was fun, though. It was a good night. It's just always a great time. So thanks to everybody who came except that one humorless tea. And if you didn't enjoy it, sorry. Move on. With Try again life. next Always Move next on year. with your life. Or don't go anymore. Turn it off. Listen to something else. No one cares. John, if your vagina falls out twice, your body's trying to tell you something. Yeah. It's time to transition. It's, it's, yeah, it's it, you have now. Your wizard sleeve is now a pee-pee. Trying to be a pee-pee. It's trying to be balls. <laughs> well, it's true. That was a true story. I was watching Steve Wilkos. And that, well, it's on all the time, that commercial that says, did your oh, vaginal yeah. mesh fail? And I don't even know what that means. I don't ha- want to talk about that. happens enough that they run national commercials. They have a national ad campaign. The guy in the safari hat comes on. Call my law firm. <laughs> they found enough people to say, <laughs> yep. this is bigger than just a couple, for couple local spots. we got to go national on Wilco's show. And we assume these ladies have nowhere to be at one in the afternoon. <laughs> They're not walking around with that thing. It's not what happens. No one. See, but that's the thing, lady. No one wants to talk about it. 
the truth is that a lot of ladies after childbirth... Whoa, 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 whoa. I've been told my whole life that after childbirth, it springs right back into action. That's been the rumor. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now all of a sudden, it can now just you're debunking that? come tumbling out like the stone and chased Indiana Jones around? <laughs> I don't want to hear it. that start off. Trouble with the wizard sleeve? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to blow up this balloon. <laughs> and I'm going to hold it here. Is this you? No, <laughs> no, more less. smaller, more less. less. Do you have a blowfish going out of what used to be your honey hole? <laughs> that lady that's mad was mad because I made fun of vaginal mesh tumblers. Well, again, I, I go back to it. It's a great analogy. The second time the engine completely falls out of your car, your car is now a trade-in. Or it's junk. Yeah. I've had two, and sometimes the vaginal mesh doesn't hold. What are you doing? You know how delicate I'd be? That's like gluing an egg back together. You don't just go piling back onto the BBC. <laughs> All right, it's fixed. Get back in there. Do it. Reckless abandon. No, you got to. It's a broken vase. Pardon me. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. I understand your vaginal mess surgery was a success. I'd like to try to pull that out. <laughs> Watch this. All right. Here we go. Don't be easy on it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm going to beat this thing like a baby. This is going to be amazing. Oh, it pulled out again. Doctor! Look, you had a broken egg. We glued it back together. Be easy on it. I had shoulder replacement surgery. You think I went out there and just started, you know, getting kicked and punched in the shoulder the next day? No. It'll work all the muscles back in. I just couldn't wait. Lamont said he had a present for me. Sorry about that. Looks like your entire on the floor now, and that's my fault. I feel he'll get his $5. That's crazy. So that's why that lady was mad. And frankly, uh, you keep it to yourselves for a reason. You know no one wants to talk to you about that. It's not normal. Yeah, the big block fell out of it. We put it back and it fell out again. We traded it in. We just parted it out. That's what you get. <laughs> Ladies, you're just getting parted out. If my urethra tumbled out twice, I'd stop <laughs> using it. <laughs> hey, my wiener just... What happened? What happened? The outside's on the inside's on the outside. But I got a great check. Thanks. You stuff it back Attorney. in there, and then it falls out again. <laughs> it's a class action suit. Like tons of them. I didn't even know about it. I don't know. Maybe some of us have been with girls who have had that. I don't think so. No. I doubt it. Yikes. Sorry, ladies, we've had it done, but we don't want to talk about it. Just keep it all bottled up, I say. I'd be putting tape on the outside of that thing every time I leave. Okay. It's all buttoned up. It's like a teddy bear. Sometimes you have to stitch it up, and then you have to be real careful about it. <laughs> get a nice little sew job there. Patch it up. Uh, what's on the big board of musical treats? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Getting, I was in there on uh, Friday, actually, and Josh and the boys well, are hooking everybody up, getting everybody ready for uh, heading up north with the snowboards what are and you the getting? boots and everything. Well, I, was just che- I was just dropping in to say hi. Oh. I was in the neighborhood. What a friendly and, fella. Uh, yeah. And uh, again, they were talking about the bikes. They got tons of them. You're looking for anything from Santa Cruz except one model. We had one of our listeners call up and called Josh up, and he's like, "Dude, I want this model, this color." He goes, "That is the one I sold on Black Friday." No kidding. Yeah. He, so everything else Santa Cruz besides that one model, <laughs> he's got in stock. So hit him up, ActionRideShop.com, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, let's see here on the list. We got Metallica, Drowning Pool, Eskimo Callboy, Snot, <laughs> Five Finger, Ghost, Amon Amarth. 
Yes. Uh, Mastodon's new one. Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, is that good? All of those on I, right. I heard it this good. weekend. I, I kind of liked it. Let's try Mastodon's new one then. All right. Tear Drinker? Yeah. Okay. We also have to talk about the fight that happened in the crowd there Friday. Yeah. I forgot about that. There was a fight? Yeah, oh, yeah. You didn't know about no, that? No, I missed I it. Didn't, yeah. You didn't hear it? It you was during that. No. Ali Sadiq Ali Sadiq thinks some lady's like, shut the F up. Oh, and I heard her. I didn't know she was. They got this going. I heard it, but I didn't see the. Our section was almost as entertaining as the show. The lady behind us laughed like she had Down syndrome. The people next to us left after Colin Kane. I think they thought they were uh, uh, they were no longer welcome. And the lady in front of us got so drunk that she had to be escorted out by Phoenix PD after she interrupted Allie's bit by screaming at the lady in front of her and then taking a switch. Of course, Brady's story about uh, the Mexican buffet and crapping himself was great. I can relate. Of course, Brady did that. <laughs> great show. Definitely going to go again. Hayden. Yeah. There was a fight out there. Some lady just in the middle of it just started to say, shut up. And like it's loud. And watch the show. You don't tell me. And I'm like, what? Oh, is a girl, girl fight. Right yeah, in the I middle and then of I the show. I remember hearing it and I thought she was yelling at Allie. That's what I thought I at know. first. Yeah. So did he. Because yeah. he stopped. Yeah. Like, huh? And they were fighting each other. And then the cops came and scooped that drunk out. And I don't know which one was the bad guy, but you just. That's not how you quiet. Like, were they swinging and everything? Well, evidently they got into where it was going to get physical. Man. And uh, the, the cops had to show up. It wasn't just Damn. like a please leave by an usher. It was the police because they were about to scuffle. And Brady, you don't have this on video for Brady videos? I don't. Throw <sighs> punching and Man. Yeah, We need in-house cameras. For yeah. this. It's a party. We throw a party. It's You know what? It's like an old 90s rock show. You never know what's going to happen. The crowd gets loose. Right in the middle of uh, Colin Kane's, or no, it was Ali Sadiq's thing. I'm standing in that tunnel, that stage tunnel. And this dude sitting on the edge there, Homburg! Yeah. Yeah, shut up. Selfie! Hey, dude, can I get a selfie with you? I'm like, it, I'm too, first off, I'm two feet away. If this was just a normal conversation, you're too loud. Right. Let alone, like, you're interrupting the show. Ah, shh, turn around, shut up. And one more thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. My sister used to um, follow you around in high school. You remember? And, oh, shut up. Shh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm here for a comedy show. I forgot. <laughs> The best the world has to offer in music, drama, and comedy. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.